0: All right, everybody, happy Monday, this rocking September. We're all going to make it a September to remember and rock into Rocktober. Speaking of rock, speaking of uh, I, the man I'm about to introduce, I found out recently is also a walking, talking, rock and roll encyclopedia. <laughs> all right, from the St. Rose office, Mr. Tony Alotta. Tony, hit star sticks and then we can hear you, please. I think I've already hit star six. Can you hear me? All right, good. Good. So welcome, man. How's
1: it going? It's going great. It's going great. Um, you talk about um, – yeah, it's going great. So
0: <laughs> yeah, you were going to ask me – It's still morning.
1: Yeah, it is morning. Um, you talk about rocking, and, you know, one of my jobs during college was I worked at a Uh, Odyssey Records, a local record store, was on Las Vegas Boulevard, probably the only record store in the country that was open 24 hours. Um, And ever since then, I've been uh, avid music record vinyl CD collector. So
0: that is awesome. Yeah, I know, because we were talking last time, you were telling me some, uh, some of the concerts and some of the people you have seen live. And I was like, holy cow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's got to be fun. Sure is. Well, tell them a little about Please. yourself, my man. Tell them little, how long you've been in the business. Give them a little history. Cause not, not everybody on this call knows you. So tell them a little about uh, yourself, how long you've been doing this, anything you think that may be interesting.
1: <laughs> I, I, I've been in the real estate business now about 19 years. Um, kind of grew, grew up in Las Vegas. I've been here for almost 60 years. My um, pr- previous life, I, I worked at uh, Levi Strauss. I was a regional product integrity manager. Um, I graduated from UNLV. I played soccer there, coach, coached soccer for 40, 43 years, married for 46. Um, we, we, we always laugh. We say we've been happily married for three, but we've been actually married for 46. Um, three kids, eight grandchildren. <laughs>
0: So that's a little bit about and, me. Okay. And so what are you thinking about? Um, I love that. I mean, isn't it amazing? Like Mark was the same way I could, I can, I could do a list of people that moved here. Well, I shouldn't say move, came here to go to UNLV and just stayed. It's such a, and, and you know, I've been here 12 years now. I thought I'd live here for a couple of years with my stint with Mike Ferry, <laughs> you know, at the headquarters. And I say that jokingly. I had a great time, but um. And then I fell in love with Las Vegas, too. It's such a great area to live in, I think.
1: Yeah, I didn't come here to um, go to UNLV. I came here as a child, and so I went to elementary school, junior high school, high school, um, UNLV.
0: Right, right. Yeah, And, and, and and a lot of people that, yeah, I mean, it's such a great area, too, especially with real estate, the numbers we have, the amount of growth we're going through. Even with this slight little... And, you know, a lot of people are calling it a stall, but really it's just back to a 2018-ish, 19-ish normalized market, right?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it slowed down for a little bit with the buyers, but buyers are starting to pick up And seeing that the interest rate is not going down. So it's starting to pick up
0: from that area, but our listings obviously have gone up considerably. Yeah, they have. They're back up to like 2019 numbers, but nowhere near. I mean, people forget. Like when I moved here, um, w- what is it right now? Like 9,000 active homes, single families, condos on the market, um, something like that. Probably right? a
1: little, probably a little less than that, but it's close.
0: Yeah. When I moved here, there was almost 30,000 homes on the market. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Still, remember those days? That's that's a yep. uh, definitely a buyer's market.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I, I think today, as agents, we just need to coach the sellers that look at. Yes, you're right. Six months ago, things were a little different, but they're still incredible. If you own the home for four years, it's gone up 50% in value. If you've owned it for seven or eight, it's doubled in value. It's kind of tough. You know, it's like the stock market, and the stock market's now adjusted slightly too. But it's tough to say. You know, uh, it, it, it's a lot of tough. It's tough for them to accept the fact that it's adjusted slightly, even though it's very their properties have gone up a lot in value.
1: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what, do you, uh, what Absolutely. kind of
0: year are you having this, this year, my man?
1: Um, it's a little um, behind last year, but I plan to kick it up a little harder. My, my homes are still selling. And I my motto when I first started was always outwork the competition. So at this point, mm-hmm. I'm just going to work hard and smart and – Hopefully, I'll I'll catch up to last year's numbers. I'm close. I'm not that far behind, but I'm a little behind last year's numbers.
0: Yeah, I think think most people are just because the market – I mean, let's face it. If you go back four months and then go back 18 months, that's probably the best 18 months in the history of real estate.
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: So all those agents out there that, um, you know, have only been in the business a few years, they're like, oh my God, it's tanking. It's normalizing. It's not, I mean, it's not, you know, the last 18 well, the last two years have been, you know, fantasy land. And now we're back to reality. So like you just said, you know, you got to work hard. You got to be brutally honest. You can't be afraid to walk away from a listing, you know, right now, two things price or, or, or both actually is the best or, you know, factor in. I know that uh, Prosperity Mortgage uh, has a great program where you, you can add it right in there and they'll, you know, being a rate buy-down, which I think is really attractive to buyers today, don't you?
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. You need to, you need to use those uh, tools. I mean, you, you have to always think and think outside the box. So there's always creative ways for buyers and sellers.
0: Right. Right, because, you know, cause our, and I was reading, I finally decided to read something on the Fed re- recently, and I was like, you know, as soon as the market starts showing any bit of growing again, it really irritates the person running the Fed, so that's why he keeps, in, because they feel like if they paralyze, when I say paralyze, I'm exaggerating a little bit, we slow everything down enough, then prices being bread, milk, gas, everything else will come back into reality. Unfortunately, by doing that, it also affects the real estate market, but they're hell-bent. They might raise the rate another 0.75 in October is what they're talking about. I think they just want to – they want to actually do what they need to do and threaten it at the same time to see what kind of uh, response they get out of threatening it, too. I've never seen them be this aggressive on the base rate.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Crazy.
1: But, um, but you it's know, a, a, yeah. a normal market right well, now. It's a normal right? market. market. You you have to shift, shift gears.
0: Yeah. So like when you, when you're on a listing presentation today, what are you telling your sellers? like, well, how do you, how do you get them to price it right today? Which is really the place you want to be.
1: Um, it, it's, it's really difficult. Cause
0: you know, a lot of like, I, I just
1: was talking to a, a seller and he told me his house is probably worth 800,000 and, um, so I started doing my uh, comps and all that you know I'm I'm looking at about 740 so I talked to him yesterday and he says wow um, I can't believe it's gone down that much he said, because houses in the neighborhood were selling for 800000 I said, well, you know, they, they actually weren't. And, you know, we, so we talked about that. So, you know, I try to get him off the square that, you know, because he's got 800000 in his mind, and I've got to get him down to
0: $740,000, you know,
1: in that range. And he'll still walk away making money.
0: Right. And what was your home worth four years ago? And what was your, right? So I, I think it's got, you got to get him to start looking at it in perspective.
1: Yes. Yes. And, you know, most people are reading the papers and they're seeing that they're seeing what's on the news. And so I think we, you just got to bring them back into reality.
0: Right. And, and, and that's the one good thing that the news is good for right now is because they sensationalize everything that they're, they're starting to put fear into uh, buyers and sellers. Like you said, buyers want to get out there if you're thinking about buying and, and definitely do something. Cause you know, right now, you can get the seller to contribute up to 3%. I mean, you can, for 2%, you can buy that rate down a heck of a lot.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yep, you're right. So
0: That's what I would do if I was a buyer today. I'd just buy that rate down. And, you know, what is, what is prosperity saying? Marry the home, date the rate. <laughs> I love that. It's <laughs> so awesome. Yeah, it is. Because you can refinance. People, people don't realize, most people don't keep, stay the same mortgage for 15 or 30 years. They, they refinance that sucker.
1: Or move. Because the buyer yeah, or the move, seller, better, I'm, right?:
0: <laughs> The
1: seller I was talking to, um, he, he, he bought the house two years ago, and we paid like 535,000 for it. He's done a little bit. He, he put solar on, he did a few things. But situation for him changed. And I said, "What changed?" He says, "Well, his daughter was living with him. They're moving to Oklahoma, and now he doesn't need a five-bedroom house. So situations changed.
0: Yeah. And I also think, now trust me here, I'm going to go on a little bit of a limb here, but this is just my opinion. I think, I think bigger homes prior to COVID were on their way out a little bit. And then COVID happened and people said, well, if I'm going to work out of my house and I'm going to, and then all of a sudden the the upper end was doing decent, but it went through a real surges during COVID. Like we've never, I mean, um, Vegas, two years in a row, you know, last year and the year before, set records for homes over a million dollars. And I think to, 2020 um, w- was like twice any other year as far as sale, sales over a million dollars. And then 2021 was like five times what 2020 was. So that's cr- so, and I, so I think um, it, it definitely was a resurgence for the bigger homes. But I think now that people are, life is getting back to normal, you may see some people doing some downsizing.
1: Yep, you're right. You're right there. And this is a prime example of what I just was talking about.
0: Yeah, you, you reminded me of that when you, when you said that. Okay, Tony, so I'm a, you've been doing this a while. You're very successful. You're always in the top echelon of the, the agents there because I go to the awards. I see you there, right? And and the people on the call today or people listening. If you want to be successful in a market, not just like the market we went through, but Like you said, you've been to all kinds of markets, myself as well. Give them them three things, like one, two, three. What would be the three most important things you tell them to focus on to be a success in this business?
1: One thing I see, and and, and the the whole um, dynamic is changing, but I always feel like you have to answer your phone. Um, and, and you hear so much, oh, um, if you can't get me, text me, you know, that kind of thing. I, I, I answered my phone. It was Christmas Eve, and a lady said to me, I've called 10 realtor signs, and you were the first one that answered your phone, so without hesitation, I'm going to use you. I ended up selling their, uh, uh, getting them a house, selling them a house, because I answered my phone. Sometimes it's inconvenient but i always i answer i say hey can i call you back in 30 minutes or an hour i'm i'm having dinner you know but at least i answer my phone and most of the time it's yeah just call me back you know um, so that's that's one of my pet peeves cuz a lot of a lot of these agents even even when you're doing deals with them they want to text now i go into you know when I'm talking to a client- when I have a client and I'm working with them, I say, "What's the best form of communication you know um someone will say, "Oh, just text me, okay, but at least i've 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 got a license that I can text that person at that time uh, right but my my main uh gripe about this is answer your phone, answer your phone my my second thing is i love that. I, I talk about this all the time is you under commit and you over deliver. If you're going to say you're going to do something, you know, say, Hey, I'll call you back in an hour, call them back in 45 minutes. If you say you're going to do whatever you're going to do under commit over deliver. Okay. That's, that's one thing. And the, the, one of the other thing is you got to be real, be authentic. Okay. If you don't know something, tell somebody you don't know something. Um, and, and another really thing that I always try to do is don't hold on to the bad news. Okay. Something like I had uh, escrow cancel on me the other day. And as soon as I heard the reason why it canceled, I called my client. It was probably eight, 7, thirty, eight o'clock at night when I heard the bad news, but I didn't want to go to bed thinking, Oh God, I got to call them in the morning because I would have tossed and turned all night. Um, so don't hold on to the bad news. And I, a couple of other things that I think Let's hear it. You, need, you need to do is you need to think out of the box. Okay. Several years mm-hmm. ago, I start, started a website called Las Vegas Canadians and I had a, uh, I, I had a friend that was uh, uh, aging up in Calgary. And so we, we designed a thing and, and um, he was, cause a lot of the Canadians were at that time buying here cause the, 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 uh, The inventory was, uh, it was a lot of short sales and foreclosures. Price was good. Canadian dollar was about par. Um, So we Mm -hmm. we started doing uh, home shows up in Calgary. And we were the only ones there at the home show uh, from Las Vegas. And it was, a lot of them were from Phoenix and and those areas. But I, I had a, got a ton of, clients from that and in fact i'm in uh, 12 years ago i sold a house or condo to these folks and i've got their listing right now to to resell it because they've been coming here for 12 years now they're ready to do something else but think Mm. out of the box whatever how uh, don't always you know think that you have to do things exactly the same think out of the box um and that's and and i I love that uh, uh, another thing is that I, I try and learn from everybody um, because my, my first broker told me, he said, I've been in the business 25 years, and I, I think I only know about 75% of what there is to know. And I always took that to heart because, you know, if I, if I do an open house with a new agent, sometimes they tell me stuff that I go, oh, wow, I didn't know that. You know, and so I, I just you got to learn from everybody, and then make it your own. Figure out how to make it your own. Anyway, those are some of my thoughts.
0: Those are great. I love it. I love it. Those are great. I love the uh, the out of the box thinking as far as uh, you know how. Because v- v- Las Vegas is a destination for a lot of people. A lot of people mm-hmm. own second homes here or, or rental properties, and and even. Even with the property values going up, it's still a great place to buy a rental property because you put 20% down, in cash flows, which is not the, not the case in many parts of the country. So little things like that, I think, are big.
1: Yep, absolutely. and
0: always try Calgary, and too. Think it gets cold Calgary. in Calgary.
1: Yeah, it does. And they like to come. In fact, I had lunch with one of my past clients from Calgary um, this past week, and uh, he's going to come here in November and stay for four months. Because wow. it's cold up there, and it's warm here,
0: or warmer. So. Yeah, when I was at my ferry, I coached uh, one of the top agents' team up there. I can't think of the woman's name, but she was from Calgary, sold 150 homes a year. She was in her and her husband, and that she had a small team of people, and she did an incredible job. But yeah, Calgary, Canada is beautiful. It's just cold, you know, five six months <laughs> a year.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. So, um, so you know, I. I I love the points. I think it's great. I, you know, I know I sold my own listing on Christmas Eve for the same reason. This is back when cell phones, ju- I mean, I answered the phone on my brick phone. Right? <laughs> so, remember those? <laughs> yep. Remember them. And I had to drive to, to their um, hotel. It was Christmas Eve. My birthday's Christmas. I'm like, you know, it's my birthday tomorrow. And, oh, it's Christmas too. I was joking with them because they, were, they came in from like Washington, D.C., and they wanted to, they needed a house and uh, I had a new construction model that we just put on the market and they wanted to buy it. And I drove to their hotel and sold it to them on Christmas Eve. I'll do that. Right, Tony? We'll go out and do that on Christmas right. Eve.
1: <laughs> right. My, my, my wife thinks I work 24-7. Um, it's not generally the case because yesterday I watched football, I watched basketball, but I did an open house in between, you know, during the day or in the morning. So, um so you don't work 24-7, but, I, you know, my phone's on.
0: I answer my phone. You do answer your phone, and I do see you in there all the time working. You know, we have our little joke about the Yankees. By the way, congratulations. You will be in the playoffs this year. You're going to win the division and be in the playoffs. So, you know, wish you the best of luck there.
1: I wasn't going to talk about Even, that because
0: we kept talking about <laughs> yes, it the so long were, season. Yes, yes, we will. I, I knew we're you were being – Hey, how you doing?
1: It's Tanya, your favorite book in New York,
0: So Yankees. That's right. There you go. There's another Yankees fan for you, Tony. Tanya. Yeah, there's, there's no more than yet. there's
1: more than one of us, Rick. There's more than one of us.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. I, I believe me. I know because, um, like, my license plate says uh, the Patriots on it, and I get crap about that all the time. It's not popular <laughs> to be a Patriots fan on the West Coast <laughs> or Red Sox. Red Sox more so. People like the Sox. People love yeah. the Yankees, too. Yeah. No doubt.
1: But uh, let's see. We'll see what a, happens
0: in the playoffs because it's a whole different season.
1: Absolutely. Yep. You're right there. And I just – I'm I'm hoping that Judge gets his 61st, 62nd, and whatever else. He got two yesterday, so.
0: Yeah, I know. He's on a tear. What does he need to do to beat the um, – what is the number to beat it, 62?
1: Six. Well, 61 will tie it. 62 will beat the Yankee records. But, you know, you got bombs. Yankee records. You know. Yeah, the steroid-era um, home run I was going to say, no one
0: really counts Bonds.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Although he still had to do it, so I hear you. But, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, isn't it, what is it? Roger Maris, right? Roger Maris is 61?
1: Maris, six, yep, 61 in 61. And I I'm you, old he, enough to remember. Crazy. And I'm old enough to yeah. remember that, so.
0: <laughs> I was born in 64, so I don't remember that. But, but no, I... Um, I, uh, you know, the Yankees have it quite, the Yankees are like, uh, like the Celtics and almost Los Angeles Lakers now. The Celtics were, for so many years, had so many more titles, just like the Yankees had more. But there's a few other teams like the a- Atlanta Braves uh, since 2000. We've got, what have we got four? I think, since 2000. So it's good. it's good. It's good that it's mixing up a little bit more with the way they do free agency and everything now. It makes it end the luxury tax which makes uh-huh. it a little bit more clear. But the Yankees and the Dodgers are going to play it every year. They just don't care. It's obvious. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So we have a few minutes left here. I want them to hear, tell them you're probably, okay, what's the one concert you went to, to as a kid or back in the, at the uh, Hollywood Bowl or whatever that was, is the most interesting or the most uh, unique? Uh- the most
1: interesting was the beatles in uh, august of 64 here at the las vegas convention center um i you know but i was probably i was 12 years old and so you just you heard all kinds of screaming you saw girls fainting it was so loud the the screaming that it, it was hard to hear the music um but very memorable but then you know i i've seen Bob Dylan several times. I've seen uh, Bruce Springsteen back when he was on the cover of Time and Newsweek. Uh, you know The Who, um, Leonard Cohen right before he died was absolutely incredible. You know there were so many Jethro Tull. Um,
0: there were so many over the
1: years. But Jethro Tull uh, seems
0: to be seems to be very entertaining live because he's a little off the wall isn't he
1: <laughs> well you, you know what they played I, I i saw him a couple of times but they played thick as a brick and they played that for an yeah. hour and a half and he and then they wow. went off stage for intermission he comes back and i remember the comment he says okay um now for my second number <laughs> the crowd went <laughs> <out.
0: laughs> and he plays the flute like a rock and roller he's incredible yeah
1: yeah yeah so but um, i you know seems, all right tony seen a I, lot of them
0: Go ahead. Who who did you uh, – we were were talking about the Hollywood Bowl, and you brought up – wasn't it at the Doors? You saw the Doors there too, right? I I saw the Doors twice in Las Vegas.
1: Um, Not at the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, Not at the Hollywood Bowl. Twice in Las Vegas. The first time was in 1967, and I have that poster in my office. Um, And then I saw Uh, them about 1969, 70, after the Miami incident, And basically, he stood at the microphone and sang, didn't move. And there were probably four of uh, Las Vegas uh, Metropolitan Police um, finest standing on stage with him so he wouldn't expose himself. (laughs) But um...
0: (laughs) after the Miami incident, if you don't know what that is, folks, do a little do a little Jim Morrison history and you'll see why he was so famous. I love that video of him coming off the plane and they go, uh, what's your name? Jim, what do you do? He just smiles and looks at him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's such a, he's such a character. All right. Any final words you want to leave these lovely people today, Tony?
1: No, uh, again, I'm just going to reiterate, answer your darn phone. Um, Jamal yeah. will sometimes catch me when he's doing his things and he's going, do you have any bit of advice? And I say, answer your phone, you know, answer your phone. Um, Answer yeah. your phone.
0: That's what, uh,
1: cause that's what I, I always tell too. my. Mark does Go ahead. I, I always t- tell my wife. Uh, you know, she'll say, "Oh, we're at dinner." You know, I got a, It could be a twenty thousand dollar phone call, so I'm answering it. Right. And you know, excuse me for a second, and I tell him, I'll, "I'll call you back." And then everybody agrees, right. and I call them back. You know, so that's one. I'm at dinner of it with my wife. Thank
0: I you. definitely want to talk yeah. to you, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Awesome. anyway. Thank well, you. you know, as you can see, I, I could do the rock and roll trivia all day, but we're at time here, Tony. Thank you very much for taking out 30 minutes of your time today. I'm sure okay. people learned something today. You're the best, my man. Well, I'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. Thank Bye, you. Tony. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye now.